Welcome to another episode here at the Midnight Founders Podcast. We're so excited to be with you today. This is AJ Rounds from Rev Road and Jake McCarg from CB Vault. Here at the Midnight Founders Podcast, we focus on telling behind the scenes stories for what makes a successful entrepreneur. We're excited for another week. Here we go. All right, here we are, another week, Midnight Founders Podcast. We have a really special guest today, Mackenzie Rockwood, all the way from Logan, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, brave the traffic to get here. <laughs> So it's good to have you in the studio, Mackenzie. Welcome. And uh, Mackenzie is the founder of Citrus Pear, along with her husband, Mace. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, his real name, I don't even know it. It's I did at one point. You but don't I, know it? I forgot. I did, but it was it's Brett? No, it's no? Jason. Jason, that's right. Yeah. But he's always gone by Mace. Yes. So Mace and Mackenzie Rockwood. He Rock doesn't even it. answer to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the same way. My middle name is Jason. And if someone were to call that out, I wouldn't even turn around. Yeah. So. Anyway, they've created this amazing um, meal. Uh, I, I don't want to say it wrong, but it's a meal prep uh, company that helps families eat healthy and organically. And I'm going to let Mackenzie talk about it because she is the expert. So tell us about Citrus Pear, Mackenzie. Okay, yeah. So in short, I like to say we help make healthy eating easy. Um, but Citrus Pear is a lot of different things. We It's almost an experience as well because we have classes and delivery options where you can um, get freezer meals. You either come prep them yourself in a class or we'll prep them and deliver them to you. We partner with local grocery stores so we can use all local um, products and the meals are all planned by registered dietitians. I am a registered dietitian and that's kind of what started this for me. But um, so we can accommodate special diets or allergies or anything like that. So it can really fit your needs. And then they're also family friendly. So they're, they feed either three to four people or six to eight people. So it's almost an experience and a healthy eating experience as well. Yes. Or a healthy eating avenue to have healthy meals. Mm-hmm. So if you've been in a grocery store, you know, Macy's and Smith's and all those big chains and you see a class happening and they're making meals, most likely it's citrus pear. Yes. Yep, right. That's us. Very um, cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So did you always, were, did it start as a dietitian or did you start as an entrepreneur and go into this yeah, industry? Yeah, for sure a dietitian. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I um, was working in the hospital actually. I'd worked there for six years. And in fact still does. I still do a little bit. It's amazing. Yep, yep, yep. Keep up on that. So, um, I was working in the ICU mainly and doing a lot of teaching for patients who were leaving to go home that had diabetes or heart disease or different things like that and helping them transition from this hospital setting to home and follow all these dietary lifestyle changes that they needed to make. And so I thought, how could I make this easier for them for when they go home to be successful? So that's kind of where it started. Um, so I decided I'll meal plan, I'll grocery shop, I'll prep everything, have everything ready for them so it can just be very intuitive. And once I started, like I said, it turned into an experience where um, a lot of moms were coming because it was making their life easier while also providing healthy meal options. To the hospital when you're doing these classes? or Oh, sorry. No, we... Um, we did them. I, my first class was actually at a country club in a banquet room. There you go. We just like rented this room out and set it, set everything up that we needed. And of course, it was all my friends that came to the first one to support. 
and I had so much content plan that I was going to teach them about, you know, the sweet potato, it gives you vitamin A and all these things. And I didn't talk about one thing <laughs> because I was so busy running around, but they were also so busy talking to each other. Like chatting. Yeah, and... like catching up. They hadn't seen each other and it just turned into like this social fun thing for them. So, so then at the end, they're like, let's do this again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then a business eventually was born. And then, yep. Just like that. Amazing. <laughs> Just like that. No big deal, right? <laughs> what, um, when you were, you know, planning these, uh, going back to the hospital, you know, kind of the start mm -hmm. of it, and you were planning these things, these, these, uh, you know, different meals and helping them understand how this is going to be helpful and healthy for their body. Did, did you get resistance? Did people really, is it something they said, oh, we've never heard this before? Like, what was kind of the response? And When I was in the hospital? Uh-huh, when you hear back from yeah, people. Yeah, so um, I got, well, first thing, when they're in the hospital, they don't feel well at all. And then they're usually on a lot of medications and probably aren't going to remember much that I said. So those were kind of the first barriers. And then, yeah, a lot of them were either pretty set in their ways that, to go home and make those changes was really overwhelming to them. And then um, there were others that just, you know, they didn't have the motivation to do it, and then they'd just keep coming back into the hospital. So I just wanted to try and help break that cycle for them. A prevention as opposed mm -hmm. to just the symptom, right? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So do you think, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, the issues we have with I have three kids at home and eating healthy is an issue for us. Mm -hmm. And mainly it's an issue be out of convenience. Because they do it all the time. They only eat healthy. No, we eat terrible. <laughs> but most of the time it's like a convenience thing. Like yes. right. it's just not convenient to make healthy food. It just mm -hmm. takes way longer and we're running around. Like I think that probably in this day and age we're like so scattered and like running a thousand miles an hour that that like is probably the biggest issue, right? Right. Right, and so that's what this solves is these meals go in your freezer and then you put them in your crock pot or your instant pot. And so if you think about it in the morning, great, you can throw it in your crock pot and it'll be ready in the evening. But if you forget and you need dinner in 20 minutes, the instant pot will have it ready too. Man, the instant pot's been a game changer for mm -hmm. us. Same. And we had the, oh no, it was the tortellini. Creamy chicken Creamy and chicken tortellini soup. soup. Just two nights ago, and my kids and my wife, I hope she never hears this, pretty picky, right? And they all, it was one of the first meals in a long time. They're like, we love this. This is fantastic. And we finished it all in one setting. And it was a healthy, you know, setting yeah. for, for probably eight people. There are six of us. Yep. But it was phenomenal. So endorsement of Citrus Pear right here, right now on this podcast. It was <laughs> so incredible. Yeah. did you, like... Do one of the meal prep classes or do you just order it? No, I think um, we uh, we still have yet to do a meal prep class. I, I, long story, we were going we to go and, and couldn't make it at the time we were going to go. But um, Emily decided, my wife said, let's try the delivery option. And she ordered it and it came, I think that it was scheduled a week later or something. And um, then it came in, in a um, uh, kind of a, a box with each each each. Uh, dinner was packaged individually in plastic bags and then labeled and everything so you know what's in it. And um, then she stuck it in the freezer. And um, I think she she was one of the ones that I believe forgot. So threw it in the Instapot and had some 
French bread with it and um, I think just a, a veggie or something. It was perfect. It was just fantastic. That's yeah. amazing. So if you meet in a class, like if you do your class setting, are you making one meal or are you making a bunch of meals? So you'll, we'll make 10 recipes while oh, wow. you're there. Wow. Um, but you can make one, two, or four of each. So you wow. could leave with 10, 20, or 40 dinners. And imagine that's like almost a month and a half if you have 40 worth of yeah. dinners. Oh, yeah. Because that's the worst. I think from anyone that has to make the dinner, whether that's the husband or the wife or whomever in the household, that thing you don't want to think about is what's for dinner. And with citrus mm-hmm. pear, that question doesn't matter anymore because mm-hmm. you know that, what's for dinner. That question of what are we having for dinner, man. It's gone. Yeah, you don't have to think about it, and then you know it'll be really easy to prepare. Because for me, sometimes, you know, even it's like 6.37, and I haven't even thought about dinner yet. And then I'll think, oh, we should just, we should just go grab something. It'll be easier. Which but won't then, be healthy. No, yeah, but then I think... No, I can literally throw this in and it'll be ready in 20 minutes. Well, and the nice part is, is like you have all the ingredients, right? Because I run into so many times where like I cook at home more Mm -hmm. often than my wife does. uh, And I love to cook. Um, But more like all the time I'll I'll get ready for like a meal and then I'll be missing that one thing. So it's nice that it's just all packaged together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do all that. And then you don't have to buy the also buy the expensive ingredient that you need like one little tiny bit of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really easy. You just throw in noodles or rice or something like that, and and you're ready to go. Yep. Or you forget awesome. you have it, and you have 40 nutmegs in your spice drawer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I love this. This is awesome. It's um, It definitely is a game changer for moms at home, working moms, dads, single parent, whatever. You know, yeah. it, it works for anyone. Yeah, we've um, we're looking at uh, doing a one-to-two serving option as well for either – you know, the senior communities or um, empty nesters, that type of thing. So I think that's amazing. My, my parents are empty nesters, and, and I know that the transition from, like, cooking for a family to mm-hmm. cooking for the two of them has been really hard. Yeah, that's hard. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. My mom, she's, you know, um, single, and it's hard for her to want to go even go out to dinner for just one person because yeah. that's not fun. So. She'll get a salad and, you know, not finish it and then have the rest of the next day or yeah. whatever. And over time, you know, you just want something nice and hot and healthy and mm-hmm. home cooked. Home so cooked. how yeah. did you started out as this class in a country club and you were like, hey, maybe there's something here. Mm-hmm. How did you get into your first grocery store? Yeah. So, um, well, so for at my first class, <laughs> I spent probably eight or nine hours the day before trimming all the meat, weighing it, portioning it out. And I was like, this is obviously not sustainable. Like, it I can't forever, keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm sure that someone who's trained in this could do it a lot faster. And so um, as I started researching different places, I found a company in Logan who does, it's called RSM, and they do like restaurant food supply, but they also had a kitchen on in their building. And so I went to them and I said, hey, if I purchase everything from you and you guys do this meat trimming for me, can I use your kitchen? And so then they were all for that. And so that's where that idea kind of started. And then as we, uh, my husband is from Idaho Falls, and he had family and friends up there saying, well, come do this up here. And I was trying to find a similar spot, and there wasn't anything like that up there. And so we just kind of started looking into the grocery store because they had a kitchen, like a rental space. And that's kind of what spurred it is, 
we could use their kitchen, purchase everything from the store. And then once we got into that first store, it was like once the other stores heard about us and heard that these trusted, you know, kind of colleagues were partnering with us, they were reaching out to us and saying, will you come do that in our store? And so we, we spread pretty quickly after that. Was that Brolum's that was your first uh-huh. one? Well, actually, so Lee's Marketplace okay. in Logan, mm-hmm. Smithfield, and then Brolum's, and then they all kind of evolved from there. So Very cool. Yeah. Very organic growth. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what are you, like, how, or how many grocery stores are you mainly in Utah? Uh, so we all- are in 15 stores in Utah. And then we're in, I think, six in Idaho, six in Arizona, two in Nevada, and then we have one in New Mexico. So is it like a French? Like, how are you growing like that? How do you? Yeah, we're, we're just doing it all. That is crazy. <laughs> we have people in those areas that manage okay. those locations That's awesome. and run those classes. So. But you're managing all the recipes, creating all of those. Mm-hmm. That's yep. awesome. And the growth really is happening in delivery. That's where it's really yeah, going to grow. Yeah, so COVID really, as you can imagine, turned things upside down. We couldn't get together in groups anymore. We Grocery stores didn't have food. And so, but our customers were still really wanting the meals. They were really nervous. Everyone, you know, wasn't sure what was going to happen. And so... And they want that comfort, you know? Yeah, that, yeah, just knowing that they have those available. Um, and so because all the restaurants were closed, we went to them and said, and their food suppliers and said, can we use your space? You bring the food in and we'll make the meals and people will just come pick them up. And so we did that all during COVID and then that evolved into the delivery model that we have now. So that we'll just make the meals for you and deliver them to your house. Isn't that cool? That's so awesome. So cool. Yeah. When so, did, oh, go oh ahead, I was going to say outside of convenience, like the next thing is cost, right? And yeah. it, I hate that like healthy food costs so much more than not healthy food. So how do you, how are you handling that? Or what is the average cost for a meal? So our meals are all around $3 per serving. So it's way cheaper than you can actually eat out. Yeah. Um, because we're able to buy in bulk and we get special pricing with our grocery store partners. Um, so it really is a lot less expensive, and you'll see as your grocery bill month to month will decrease as well because you already have those things on hand. Wow. So, so cool. Mackenzie, I'm always fascinated on this podcast to learn about how uh, the, you know, the entrepreneurs or the founders get into their companies, and, and where does that spirit of entrepreneurship come from? So where would you attribute yours to? That is a good question because if you would have asked me if I was be a business owner, I would say never because I remember in, in college we had to write a business plan and I had no idea what to do. <laughs> I had no clues. Um, so I, I think, I mean, I've always been very driven and when I have an idea, I want to accomplish it and execute it and make my list and check things off. And so once I had the idea for this, I mean, it was within a month or two that I had my first class. So I think just believing in the idea. And I remember talking to Mace and saying, I really need you to believe this and support it because I think it's really going to be something. And it took him a minute, but then he was on board. And now he's part of it. Now he's part of it. When did he join full time? 
He joined um, in 2019. So I'd been doing it on my own for three years, and then he came on. And remind me what industry he came from. I can't remember. So he was working at a company called Conservice in Logan. So he has his MBA and then his undergrad in accounting. So he just kind of took all that. As (laughs) that financial (laughs) acumen to the company. Yes. Very good. That's awesome. Uh, The support of a spouse or, you know, significant other is so important and when you're starting a business. So it's good that you have that. He may sounds awesome. I've never met him. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, just got back. Well, I guess it's been a month or two, but he was riding the, the route for Tour de France on his, yes. on his yep. bike. He went over there for the, I don't know, fourth or fifth time. So cool. <laughs> and Mackenzie, in and of your own right, just finished her, your first marathon. I did. Yeah. Congratulations. So awesome. Thank you. Great. That's great. Um, Okay, so uh, for somebody that didn't kind of foresee themselves being an entrepreneur or business owner, what has been the biggest challenge for you in growing a business? Um, I I think the biggest challenge for me, I mean, if, being a mom and running a business is, is very challenging in and of itself. Um, but aside from that, I would say as part of the business is um, – trying to find a healthy way to separate yourself from the business because um, for me, I always want people to be happy and like everything. And that's just, I realized you can't please everyone. And so um, kind of having that thick skin, it's taken me a little while, but it's definitely getting thicker. <laughs> so. What would you... For others that may, you know, struggle with that or have that same dilemma, what what advice would you give them on how to do that? Um, I think I would say whatever, you know, feedback or reviews that you're getting that you're that are making you uncomfortable, it's it's good feed I mean it's good you take that and you learn from it and you grow. But it's kind of like we were just saying earlier, like when something is difficult or a hurdle that you know you need to tackle it's easy to put it off and so trying to realize that no I need to address that and improve on it or it's not going to get better very good yeah so just face the challenge head on Mm -hmm. that's good advice it's not easy to do like no that thick skin I think is one of the things that's the hardest for the entrepreneurs to develop that's right yeah yeah what um, what's the moment, Mackenzie, in your business in this journey where you've looked back and you're like, "Wow, that's the moment when things really started to change and pivot." And it was it was maybe your proudest moment. Do you have that moment? Can you think of that? You know what? Um, one of my proudest moments is kind of, well, it's it was actually more in the field of dietetics, um, but it was related to my experience with my business was, uh, when was it? It was two years ago. I was awarded um, the Young Dietitian of the Year Award. Cool. And that was a nomination from my peers. And that to me was, I felt, um, that was very validating in all the work that I'd done that, because I, because a lot of times, you know, people have separated me as, well, dietitian and business owner, but in my mind, they're, they are one. And so I kind of felt like that came together. With it was that. acknowledged and yeah. everything. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Do you, okay, I have to just ask this question. Okay, so you're a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I've got several members of my family that are as well. And every time I'm around them and I'm eating a donut or something, I'm very <laughs> self-conscious. Do you ever have people say that oh, to all you? The time. Or, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'll see people at the grocery store and they're like, don't look in my cart. <laughs> I'm like, well, don't look in my cart then. <laughs> my kids love sugar cereal and cookies. So, no, I try to make, I try to normalize eating in my home. Um Everything within yeah. balance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, my kids eat normal kid food. so Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I have way too many guilty pleasures. I don't, <laughs> but I don't even feel self-conscious about them, so I'm really bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. What's next for Citrus Pear, Mackenzie? Um, well, like you said, we're really working on growing delivery. Uh, we've just um, launched delivery in the Phoenix area. And then a couple months ago, we did it in the Boise area. So those are growing. And then, like I said, we do uh, really want to do that smaller meal option to target those those different populations. And I feel like that will kind of bring it, the vision of citrus pear full circle back to that population that I started with that, um, you know, is generally in the hospital needing the help diabetic those and yeah. has those issues so yeah and that is that your big why for doing everything is to yes, help that segment 100%. of people well just help anyone i mean it's that was what it started with for sure but yeah very cool so if you could help everybody out there like one piece of advice for people and their diets what's one thing that you wish everybody would do oh so you can't there's not one thing. It's all synergistic. Like you have to, it's all in balance, but. No silver bullet, Jake. Come yeah, on. there's, there's gotta, not. There's got to be something. It would make it so easy, right? <laughs> but there's not. I we mean, would be selling those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, just, I guess I would say balance in all things, really. So. Interesting. Very good. So less, less monsters for me. I get at so least have, one less. For I get every so monster, have some. have some water. Yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. <laughs> I had a I had a friend that I or a roommate one one uh, you know back before I was married, and his ideology was you could eat whatever you wanted as long as you ended the day with an apple. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily. I don't true, know if that's really helpful. But, but he ended every day with an apple, so yeah. whatever. I know my grandma always used to tell me, well, if it sounds good. That must mean your body needs it. <laughs> Which is so funny because my grandma, it's funny. She lived to be 97 and she's like, AJ, a root beer float will help you if you have one every single night. It'll keep your life happy. And oh. she lived a long time. Yeah, I know. So I just, I don't know. There Probably because she was balancing it with what? She's out in the garden all day right? long. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, that, exactly. there, there you go. Right on the farm. My thought is happy people burn more calories. <laughs> yeah. So. so true. <laughs> Mackenzie, who um, who do you look to? And this is probably one of the last questions and we'll wrap up. But who do you look to for inspiration in your business? Who do you follow? Who do you mimic? That kind of thing. That's a great question. Um, I, I just feel like Utah has so many awesome women business leaders. Yeah, so it's true. I, it's, it's hard to pick one, but... I feel like when I first started out, um, I just had, you know, friends that were doing their own little, even some of them were, you know, a bow shop on Etsy or just little things like that. And just kind of gathering different ways that they were all doing things. I got a lot of inspiration from just all the women 
doing their own side hustle. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And now they're looking at you, for an example, because you're doing it as well. And you're doing it in a very big and cool way. So thank you. Well, I think it's awesome. Like, you know, it could have just stayed there. You could have had this idea of like, hey, I'm going to help my friends with this meal prep thing. And it never grew. But you took the leap of like, hey, this is an actual thing. And it can be something bigger than what my initial vision is. Um, and obviously like every business we interview, it gets there over time, right? Like if mm-hmm. you had decided, Hey, we're going to do meal prep delivery to these customers around the country on day one, you never would have taken that no. leap, but mm-hmm. it like slowly started over time and it evolved. Yeah. And so the, the, um, the, the passion and like just the willpower to like take that first step. I think it's really admirable. And there's probably a lot of people that are looking up to you right now that have maybe that little Etsy shop or they, they haven't been willing or courageous enough to take that first step. So, you know, congrats to you for doing it and then continuing to grow and, and evolve and pivot as, uh, you know, COVID or other challenges have come up. Well, thank you. Yeah. It was, it's been a wild ride. And more to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love working with Citrus Pear at Rev Road, so it's been a pleasure for us as well. How do yeah, people find more about Citrus Pear, or how do they reach out to you? So our website is just citruspear.com, and then on Instagram, we're citrus underscore pear. Where did the name come from? I have to know that. Oh, I know. I need a better story for the name. This is your chance to just set whatever story you want now. You just make it up <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> No, um, so really I was trying to think of something that sounded fresh and kind of intriguing that wasn't, you know, my mom wanted me to do like Ken's Kitchen or something. And I was like, no, I cannot do something. It's got to be unique. And um, so really when when I was testing recipes, I'd have my friends come over with their crock pots and we'd do like, you know, five different recipes and we would just kick ideas around of what are some things and it was really just a brainstorm and that's what we settled on so citrus pear yeah so you involved all the community kind of to kind of yeah oh yeah help you out, yeah which is i guess smart. kind of the same setting as the classes right we were all there together making food and prepping together so very smart yeah. Love well, it. Well, <laughs> anything else you want to say on the podcast while you've got the floor anything you want to talk about or we um, covered? i think just one thing that i've had on my mind lately is as i've been and I'm kind of transitioning to another stage in life with my kids. My oldest just started high school. And big moment, big milestone. I know. And it's just a whole new world <laughs> of issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I think, you know, women who are, are running families and um, households, there are so many similarities to running a business. And I think... Um, that's something I never realized before, but you're budgeting, you're managing schedules, you're managing humans. And I've just seen a lot of those similarities lately. And um, I don't know, just want to, I guess, encourage other women out there. That's great. Okay. Well, you heard it here on Midnight Founders Podcast. Go start your citrus pear, not in the food space, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's cool though, but be confident in what you have. I, you know, I talk to Kelsey about this all the time. Like you guys are running businesses, you know, Mm -hmm. you are. And so, you know, having the confidence to go out there and do it, just go do it. And there's not enough credit given to that. I mean, it's such a huge skill set that you, you probably have to learn that over time too. And you just, and you tweak and you test, right? 
Yeah. Um, our kids are all guinea pigs, let's be honest, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you do that with a business too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So okay. um, it's I, very cool. I heard that story about the, the mom that was like a stay-at-home mom and raised all her kids, and then she was trying to get a job, and like she had that mom listed on her resume or whatever. Is like she had a big gap from like what her work history was. And then she just changed it and she started writing out like all of the titles that she had had. And she like sent in her resume as like, this is what Taxi I've been driver, doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, like therapist, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're doing all of these different things. You're the CEO mm-hmm. of this organization of five people and you're managing all of these different expectations and schedules and priorities and stuff. And she found a job immediately. That's cool. So, That's really cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Own it. That's cool. Yeah. Mackenzie, thanks work. for being with us on the Midnight Founders podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great to have you. Yeah, thank you. Good luck with everything. <laughs> thanks. See you later. The Midnight Founders podcast is a podcast about entrepreneurship that is hosted by CB Vault and Rev Road. CB Vault is the entrepreneur arm of Central Bank. And Rev Road is a venture services firm where companies come to grow. Thanks for listening to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is AJ and Jake signing out.